everybody. We're live. Um, sorry, this is not a great. Anyway, how's it going? Nikki Burnett here, Taste Like Nutrition. This is Taste Like Nutrition Radio, streaming live on KUHSDenver.com, um, where we are here to bring you as much truth and have a little bit of fun as we possibly can. Um, we are here to hopefully help you see outside the conventional. Uh, for those of you who only see the conventional, right? We want you to see or learn about people who are here to serve, who are to here to give, um, and who love what they do. And all good, yeah. <laughs> and um, and give guidance. And so, can you get in that camera over there? There you go. Cool. <laughs> Um, anyway, so we bring on people who are here really to, who, who are amazing at what they do and are here, to, are here to make the world a much better place. And we need a little bit of that. So um, anyway, we have today Brad Schoenthaler. Yes? Close, yeah. Let's say it. Uh, it kind of depends on where you're, where you're coming from, what uh -huh. part of the country. Um, phonetically, we say Schoenthaler. Okay. Um, it's German background, so mm -hmm. if you actually say it in German, it's Schendaler. Oh. But there's no D. Okay. Yeah. Spelling, interesting. So when you say <laughs> Schendaler, it confuses a lot of people. So we just go with the phonetic Schoenthaler. Schoenthaler. Got it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. <laughs> it's a good one. Um. Anyway, Brad and I met uh through our friend um. Paul, who was on the process, who was on the show with us with the process last week. I don't know if you saw that, but I Paul was on with one. me last week. Yeah. Um, so we met and connected and had a lot of fun, had some fun conversation, and really wanted to get him, bring him on because he approaches physical therapy in a little bit of a unique manner. Um, what I love is. You know what all of us in these you call it the functional world right you know I, you're in the functional world it's all about the way that we function biochemically biomechanically everything works together um, and in that he has a certain specialty or a way of working with people that is just that it's very connected the body's connected we're connected we're all connected um, and it's beautiful and so I did go to dr. Joy Lee's website What's yes. your first name? Linda. Linda. Cool stuff. Yeah. Really cool stuff. Um, anyway, so uh, as always, before we get started, um, we start the show with gratitude. Gratitude can change the world. And that's, that's what we want to do is make it a happy place so we can all do the things that we're put here to do. We're here to grow and to build and to build each other up and to hopefully have as much fun as we can. So what are you grateful for? Um, I would say I'm grateful for my community, yeah. which would just include my family, um, my immediate family, my extended family, um, my work family. So I'm thankful for all my, my staff and my coworkers um, and our friends, Paul and mm -hmm. yourself and uh, our process crew. So I would say kind of like my, my community friends, uh, which is a very important, very important thing in my life. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's so important to surround yourself with the people who are who are there to build you up and to help you and to help you grow and then you help to build others up. And I know it's repetitive. I say it a lot, but um, I know I'm super intentional about the people who I surround myself with, and um, and I think it's important to be intentional. You know, there are. There are those who have the ability to drag us down, and sometimes we either need to have a conversation or we have to not allow it to happen anymore. Maybe leave the relationship. Sometimes culling relationships is a little bit better for everybody. <laughs> so just keep that in mind. Um, don't don't allow yourself to be dragged down. To life is way too short. So help build others and 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 be around people who are going to build you. Um, I'm going to be a little bit shallow today about what I'm grateful for. I'm super grateful that with the, the storms that we had last night, and we did have some hail, that none of my gardens were damaged. <laughs> Actually, a big one. Yeah. <laughs> and then your summer very quickly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was sitting out. We were sitting outside. I mean, my husband was doing a bunch of work, and 
we start to hear, he's like, okay, what do you want me to bring in? I was like, well, I have a few potted plants. That would be great, thank you. But everything, we can't cover all of the gardens at this point, you know, everything's pretty big. So uh, no damage as far as I know, no uh, damage to our awning, nothing. So, and I, you know, it, I think it wasn't as big here as it was maybe up in the foothills and yeah. the mountains. I, I'm not sure, I haven't heard, but I did see a post where I don't know, and the foothills are pretty big. Yeah, the Red Rocks videos were. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah. Really? Yeah, there were some injuries and oh, at no. the concert last night. What was the concert? Do you know? I don't know. What Not that it matters. Was. I don't either. Yeah. But um, that's scary. Yeah, what do you do yeah. with that? Not a lot of yeah. not a lot of coverage out there. Uh-uh. Holy smokes. Um, yeah, Red Rocks from our house is 15 minutes. So interesting how, how it can change as you come down the come down the hill a little bit. So anyway, as we are now, I want <laughs> to, I want to dig in a little bit to who you are, you know, where you come from, what brought you to this place. Um, I will give a shout out to the Jayhawks because you're a Jayhawk. I am a Jayhawk. Uh, my husband's a Jayhawk, so we a big Jayhawks fan. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah third right. generation, yep. Um, so we do love our Jayhawks, and so that is super cool, and, and, it's a, and it's a great school, especially the medical school and the PT school, great school. Yeah. Um, so, awesome. So let's talk about that. Talk about where you came from, what motivates you, what excites you, all of the good things. Um, I'm originally from a small town in western Kansas called Ellis. Um, mm -hmm. I went to undergrad at the University of Kansas, like you mentioned and transitioned right into graduate school at the medical center in Kansas City. Okay. Um, and then that was in 2005, so I've been practicing for 18 years now, which is quite possibly the craziest thing <laughs> it's to amazing. say out yeah. loud. Yeah. Um, I remember when I was excited to tell people that I was two years or three years out of school, so I had a little more credibility with my patients, mm -hmm. and here I am. Mm -hmm. 18. 18 years later. Yeah. So. Um, I kind of made some roundabout um, work travels to Dallas and to Seattle and to Vail, and then I finally ended up um, in Greeley, and then finally in Denver in 2008. I've been in Denver since 2008, um, and then my business partner and I started a self-paid clinic in 2015 called Sports Rehab Consulting. Um, we're located in kind of Sunnyside Highlands in mm -hmm, Denver. Mm -hmm. So we've it's been a great there. Little spot. Yeah, we've been there since mm -hmm. 2015. Um, we've got a great staff of a handful of therapists that um, have just kind of been doing our thing, finding our niche, our niche, and uh, yeah, we've just kind of been plugging along and slowly kind of finding our way in what I would call like an ever-evolving medical world. Um, yeah, you kind of have sure. to find your way mm -hmm. into where do you fit, and like you said, um, within our areas, you know, you kind of talked about connection, and you know, we really look to specialize in in our community of like physiotherapists and the physical therapy world, um, and so when you're in the self pay world, you kind of have to find where you fit in mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and so you know it's kind of been our journey the last eight years and we feel like we've got a pretty good grasp and hold on it and um, we've been able to slowly grow and bring on um, really exceptional team members mm -hmm. so um, from a motivation standpoint um, we're here to kind of talk about connect therapy which um, is more of a kind of a specialty within the specialty mm -hmm. of mm -hmm physical therapy, and I would say that kind of renewed my excitement about the physical therapy field. So um, this is newer for you? The it's newer for me. Okay. I started, I think I took my first class maybe in 2017. Okay. I feel like you probably told me that, but I had forgotten that it was it's fairly new for you. Yeah. So I had been practicing for quite some time, and um, one of the reasons we started the self-pay clinic was you know, just being essentially not satisfied with the mm -hmm. results you were seeing, um, mm -hmm. having to go through the insurance world and mm -hmm. the demands that that puts on your staff and your team. You just don't have 
kind of the time that you think is necessary to really help people. Mm -hmm. um, so I'd say that the work was becoming less and less satisfying and you felt like you were having to run people through faster just to kind of keep paying the bills. And so, so just real quick, and, and I think that it's sort of important to, to hit on because I think what we're seeing, which is can be difficult for some to to appreciate because uh, it, it, it does it, it, it tends to increase cost a little bit, but it also increase, increases care when we're when we get away from the insurance and the demands of insurance. Um, you know, I mean, we, we've all experienced it, I, I think, I mean, I know I, I have, and I hear it in practice all the time, but in our conventional world where doctors, PTs have a very set amount of time and effort that they have the ability to put into the care of their patients and clients, um, it, well, it's problematic, especially if you're dealing with chronic conditions and issues and, and, and all of so many of the things that we deal with in our society today, uh, we see that a lot of practitioners on uh, from all modalities are moving to cash pay and getting away from insurance. Definitely. Mm -hmm. um, it's, I would say, much more common than um, when we did it in 2015. Mm -hmm. It was definitely a mm -hmm. big jump. But I was also at the time in my career where it was, you know, partial burnout from not seeing the results you want to see, mm -hmm. and um, which is one of the reasons that also kind of led me into the connect therapy. Mm -hmm. Was like, there's got to be some other answers out there. Like, what else am I missing that I haven't necessarily gotten answers to? Maybe through um, more conventional continuing education classes or mm -hmm. conventional teachings, things like we're taught in school. Um, so the journey kind of started there. It was like, I need more time to kind of process getting some of these people better. Mm -hmm. um, you have certain people that they get better right away, and then you have the people who were harder to get better, and then all of a sudden that's your whole caseload because the people that get better leave, and then right. you, you end up with a full caseload mm -hmm. of, and um, it can be frustrating when you have a full caseload of people that aren't getting better, yeah. and you feel like you kind of need more time to problem mm -hmm. solve, and there's mm -hmm. just not, there's mm -hmm. not that route. So, yeah. um, from a going back to the original question was like what motivates me it's nice to be motivated by my profession again which I would say you know seven to eight years ago was teetering more on the burnout mm -hmm. phase than you know it's like I got to do something to not keep down this path because this path isn't working for me mm -hmm. um, so I can happily say I'm like very motivated by problem solving and and kind of this new approach mm -hmm. that I've learned, and it's like uh, medicine in general is always like a, a constant learning. Like anybody that says like it's all figured out and we're not still adapting, is you know they're they're off base. Nobody knows it all, and mm -hmm. um, it's nice to be part of that evolution of like things that we're figuring out as we go. Yeah. Um, so you never really feel that it's stagnated, mm -hmm. which is nice. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't want to be a person that. Um, feels the redundancy of going to work being um, bored or that there was nothing left to mm -hmm. continue to go um, and so that's that's like a big um, career motivating thing um, it's got to be I think it's got to be really and I say this again because I've, I've experienced it and I've seen it but in there are those who are, have their specialties, they get stuck in their specialties. They don't go outside of what they already know. They don't go outside of what they are. They've already learned. They don't continue to keep up with evidence-based medicine. I was going to say the science, but I've stopped saying science. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I we we I try to use the term evidence-based. That's not always really appropriate either, because you know, but, you know, it's. Science is frustrating. So it's is, is, yeah. frustrating today. But with that being said, um, that's you. People like you are who I want to bring on the show because we want to dig. We want to learn more. We want to to um, understand at a deeper level and and take a step back and say, "Holy smokes, I was wrong." 
because now we have new data and we have new evidence and this is this is how we can now veer to make what we're doing even better um, and it's a great thing it's a beautiful thing it, it sucks when you're wrong but we're all wrong a lot of the time it's just kind of part of life yeah. so <laughs> it's more you just don't know any better would, right. be, would be the right, best right, way right. I describe it. It's I like you don't great. know yeah. what you don't know yeah. Yeah. until you know it. And you're mm -hmm. like, how did I not know that? That's I look yeah. at it more from that perspective. Thank you. Like that's, that's a good how perspective. <laughs> at least in my practice, yeah. I I look at it and I'm like, I can't believe I missed that. I can't mm -hmm. believe I didn't see that mm -hmm. right in front of my eyes. Yeah. And um but it took a step back and mm -hmm. kind of having to start over, which is probably the most difficult thing to do in your career when you feel like you've been climbing and you've made progress mm -hmm. to kind of step back and be like, well, maybe I don't. It means you have to go yeah. start back yeah. to feeling like you know less and you're maybe less experienced than you really are. Um, so I look at it more of, yeah. of that context. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just don't, this is one of my like medical soapboxes, I, <laughs> I feel like there's just not enough people saying that they aren't sure or don't know mm -hmm. because with you know the ICD-10 codes and everything else you mm -hmm. have to have a diagnosis mm -hmm. we have to tell you what's yeah. wrong with you yeah. we have to versus I don't really know mm -hmm. it's kind of diffuse there's a lot of things out there we got to put a lot of stuff together mm -hmm. we're going to work on it and figure it out and it might take us a month might take mm -hmm. us six months might take us a year mm -hmm. but they want that answer in 15 minutes what's what's yeah. wrong and in in the insurance world, in the medical world, it's not normal or from a billing perspective okay to say, I don't know. Yeah. I don't it's know why that mm -hmm. why you're having that problem. Mm -hmm. But let's look into it. We'll slap a diagnosis on you first mm -hmm. and then maybe we'll look at mm -hmm. it. But there's more of I feel more benefit to be gained from taking a step back and saying, I we have to solve this. Mm -hmm. How do we go about solving it? Um, and then, then you get to your answer at the end yeah. versus trying to have the answer mm -hmm. in 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, I, I have clients who come to me and obviously I can't diagnose. I, you know, I'm not a clinician, I'm not a doctor, um, but I can certainly look at labs and, you know, look at symptoms and understand what's going on. But a lot of times I tell people, even if there were a it's not always about finding a diagnosis. It's just finding the root cause. You know, a diagnosis is a diagnosis, right? Is a cluster of symptoms. And we're like, okay, so now we're gonna put a name to it, but what's causing it? And so, you know, whether it's biomechanical or biochemical, what is the, the underlying cause of, and I'd say biomechanically, if you have pain here, it could be down here, right? I mean, and that's about as far as I can go with biomechanics. but. Um, <laughs> and I say this a lot too, and I said it in our promo video, is that, um, you know, our toes connected to our ears. And so everything's connected. Getting back to kind of why you are practicing the way that you practice is, it, it is knowing that everything's connected and knowing that there is a foundation and what is it that's disrupting that foundation. So digging for the root cause, learning what it is. It may, may not have a diagnosis, but if you address it, the likelihood of, of being successful in, for you, your treatments, and for me, my protocols, is, is a lot higher, yeah? Yeah. So, talk about being connected. Let's talk about Connect Therapy. Um, so I started kind of down my path of Connect Therapy. I would say, I think the first class I took was in 2017. Um, and my, the, the teacher who kind of holds the continuing education courses is based out of Vancouver, British Columbia. Um, her name's Linda Joy Lee. I had heard her on a podcast, strangely enough, mm -hmm. um, probably back in 2014. Was on a run and she was talking about um, treating the thorax, which in, in the physical therapy world is kind of like this elusive, we don't have a lot of treatment strategies, um, and so I was eager to kind of see what she had to say, listened to it, was interested, never really followed up on it, um, and then started to do 
think about that application a little bit more when I started um, started doing more self-pay work at uh, Sports Rehab Consulting because we have more time. So you could sit and process a little mm -hmm. bit more. So then I started to research her stuff a little bit more and started taking classes. And the first class I took with her, because I'd been to a number of continuing education classes prior to this, mm -hmm. you know, in mm -hmm. my whatever, 12 or 14 years prior mm -hmm. to taking this, um, you get some tidbits here and there that you can use. Some of them are useful, some of them don't work as well as you hope. Um, but you're kind of adding tools to your tool chest of like how you can treat. Um, but you still come up empty on like so many, so many times and I have all these patients that trying to figure out answers to why they're experiencing what they experience. And an hour into the first class, I was like, she speaks my language. Like, mm, yeah. this, is, mm. this is what I've been looking for. This is a more introspective way to look at like what we're doing. Mm. Um, so to talk about Connect Therapy as a whole, I would, I would say, you know, this is a methodology that um, she kind of created um, through her background and doing her PhD work in biomechanics of the thorax and the rib cage. Um, but essentially we would, we would consider it a, um, I don't love the term holistic, I would say comprehensive. Okay. It's like a very comprehensive approach, multi-system approach to assessing and treating dysfunction. Um, and that dysfunction can be painful dysfunction, it can be non-painful dysfunction, it could just be, um, you know, stiffness. It doesn't mm -hmm. have to be my knee hurts. It could be like my back doesn't move like it mm -hmm. should move, mm -hmm. or I've got a abdominal cramping that I can't get to stop. Mm -hmm. And so um, her methodology is, is this, when I say multi-system, we really look at every system. You're looking at the neuromuscular system, you're looking at the musculoskeletal system, you're looking at the digestive system, um, the um, visceral system. Like It is like you really have to take a step back and look at the individual as a, as a whole in what all is contributing to what is, what is going on. Um, and as you start to kind of break things down, you really see the interaction of how crazy connected your body is from a multi-system approach. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, part of that, within that multi-system recognition, there's things that, as a physical therapist, we're very adept at fixing. So um, like we're really great with the neuromuscular system and the musculoskeletal system and like treating those dysfunctions and you know one of the things you learn in school is like when do you refer out yep. and so there's times where we'll see somebody and they might have a physical presentation of symptoms but we might think that's coming from somewhere else that might be a visceral referral pattern and how do we how do we get from an assessment standpoint to locate that mm -hmm. and it could be you know, um, there can be any system involved. This could be a digestive system issue where it's like, I think what you have coming on is more visceral and digestive. I'm going to refer you out. Mm -hmm. um, but you really start to see the interplay of multi-system factors in movement dysfunction and what people experience. And we, in the Connect Therapy world, it is, you really see, you know, everybody always says, like, oh, it's really connected. And it's like, once I started doing this style of treatment, the number of times that patients say that, like, I never would have thought mm -hmm. that was connected mm -hmm. to that. Mm -hmm. um, so it's always the ongoing joke that the hip bone's connected to the yeah. knee bone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it just goes, the rabbit hole is so deep. Um, once you really start to see mm -hmm. how one thing can affect another and how one system can affect another. And we've always known that to a certain extent. You know, there's certain examples that you learn even in school where it's like like phantom limb pain. Mm -hmm. Like 
you know, yeah. we have these people who don't have like a limb anymore mm-hmm. or a foot, mm-hmm. but the foot still hurts. Yeah. And it's like, well, there's an explanation behind mm-hmm. that because that's a different system. Mm-hmm. Like we don't mm-hmm. actually have. So if you kind of take that and put that at the top towards like, we know that's available and we know, we think we understand it. And then you can start to really like, she, her system that she's built, it's um, miraculous that she's kind of was able to figure a lot of this stuff out and put it into a form that you can teach and, yeah. and take and pass along mm-hmm. to, you know, because there's certain people that are just gifted. They're just, you know, sure. like medicine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But can they, mm-hmm. can they take it and explain it and mm-hmm. teach it to somebody mm-hmm. else? Um, her ability to really dig and get deeper and deeper mm-hmm. and deeper to really understand how the body works is crazy. It's a game changer. Amazing. It is. It is amazing when you have people who who approach the medical scene to, scene to make it all you know sort of all encompassing. Um, have that ability, that gift. I love that you call it a miracle because I agree. Um, of of changing the way that we see what we've all all seen in the past right it's yeah. it's it's phenomenal it's beautiful and i love people like that too you make me want to take your class and <laughs> it'll be way over my head but <laughs> it's it's crazy you definitely yeah. leave with a bunch of squirrels running around yeah. in your head trying to trying to reorganize yeah well essentially it's how you perceive and how you look at how you look at things yeah you have to unlearn a lot of things yeah, yeah that's the mm-hmm. Again, going back to the point of you don't know what you don't know, yeah, yeah. it's hard to think that you're a specialist mm-hmm. and then go back and be like, I actually probably don't know as much mm-hmm. as I mm-hmm. think I know. Mm-hmm. And it's that's a difficult thing to do. Yeah. And I think um, some progress in medicine hits that barrier because mm-hmm. it's not an easy thing to do. Yeah. It's stressful. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It's frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was first learning it, you, you go through like a really hard relearning curve. It yeah, like really yeah. is like starting over, and it's not an easy thing to do. But when you come out on the other side, mm-hmm. the benefit, yeah, is is great. Well, it's 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 you know the hard things are all the things that make us better. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's what hard things do you? want to or are you open to encounter mm-hmm. right it's mm-hmm. like um my job should be the thing i shouldn't have to like worry and stress and refigure out after i've been doing it for 15 yeah. years like yeah. i should be able to put all my focus onto like my garden and like how's the yard and i got to re-landscape <laughs> you know like you you kind of create difficulties or you know some people they're like i'm gonna go do an ultra marathon i've got to like I gotta like stress my system, you know, not everybody chooses to do it mm-hmm. in an area that sorry, like, well I already know that. Yeah. I don't need to like mm-hmm. relearn accounting. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not gonna look at accounting a different way. I'm gonna I'm gonna push myself in another way. Mm-hmm. Like we have a unique opportunity to to do it in our profession, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. um like I said earlier, the beauty of the medical profession is it's ever evolving. Yeah. Like we we're far from having anything fully figured out. Oh, yeah. Um, so there's always room. Mm-hmm. There's always room for progress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thankfully. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I have a couple of things. So let's see. I think we already covered that. Um, well, so, okay, this is this would be a good question. And, you know, when it comes to the model, the Connect Therapy model, are there certain people who fit this model that are that are that you treat, or are there people who don't fit in this type of model? Does that does that make sense? Yeah, that's a good okay. question. Um, everybody fits. Okay. You're essentially, through the model, you're trying to find out why the, why the patient is experiencing what they're experiencing, whatever their complaint is. Mm-hmm. And again, um, you know, in the physical therapy world, we deal a lot with pain, and so pain is like a very common thing that we're we're trying to solve. Mm-hmm. There's other people who come in and they're like, I'm just not happy with my performance, or yeah. I feel like I'm not as strong as I should be, or like my hamstring doesn't work like the other hamstring works. And so 
you know, you're trying to kind of solve these problems like why is that, is this a structural problem? Is this a biomechanical problem? Is this mm -hmm. like a movement thing? So the model applies literally to everybody. It's an assessment to find out why the patient is experiencing what they're experiencing. Some of those people are just very, they're more straightforward. Yep. So um, less complicated history, you might get better very quickly, even on your own. Like you sprain your ankle and you kind of get back and go, you may not notice anything different. Like you kind of, I don't know you call it healed yourself, but mm -hmm. like you kind of resolve back to normal. Um, I would say the people that it stands out more for and where I've seen the biggest difference in my practice is it helps the connect therapy model is especially great for people who aren't responding to what they've been getting traditionally so for example like my practice and a bunch of my colleagues like we would be considered more hip specialists in denver like we've been seeing hip surgery patients and non-op patients for hip pain for years mm -hmm. Um, and so I would say I've taken tons of hip courses and pelvis courses and low back courses all to kind of develop as many tools as possible and to, to treat in what I would call like a traditional sense, like mm -hmm. uh, a non-connect therapy, like kind of what you're taught in school, um, typical manual therapy courses. And so you would have, as I mentioned before, I would have, you know, 16 people a day on my schedule, 14 mm -hmm. of them are hips, mm -hmm. seven of them get better, seven of them don't. Mm -hmm. And then that slowly increases to where I have nine people on it that mm -hmm. don't get better. And then 12 people that aren't getting better, but they're not leaving because they don't have anywhere else to go. Yeah. They've already seen one or two people before mm -hmm. me, they've seen their hip doctor, they've seen the surgeon, they've had surgery, and they're still having hip pain. And what I did with these three people that made them happy and walk out the door, great outcome, don't work for these ones. Mm -hmm. um, and you, you wonder why, like what am I missing? How does this work in this instance and this doesn't work in this instance? And then you find out, once you kind of get into the connect therapy world, like what other factors, what other systems can be affecting this? Where can some of these other things be coming from? Mm -hmm. So. Um, from a, we use the term diagnostic. We don't give people like necessarily um, like a diagnosis. Like you are a low back pain. You know, we would say like your movement dysfunction is driven from this. Mm -hmm. Like yep. your foot and ankle are not moving right. That stress is being transferred up the chain. Your hip is not able to move like it needs to move because your foot and ankle. Mm -hmm. And how I go about treating that is very nuanced and very detailed based mm -hmm. on like what we see. Yeah. And so, you know, the the short answer is it, it's very beneficial for people who aren't responding well to like what I would consider like traditional and it really allows you to go search. You have the tools mm -hmm. to go search for like where else could this mm -hmm. be coming from? Mm -hmm. What other things can be yeah. causing this? And again, that's where it starts to be like, I can go look up and down the chain biomechanically, musculoskeletal, it may not be any of those things. Mm -hmm. We might have to be talking about all sorts of other things. You know, this mm -hmm. could be referral patterns. There could be, mm -hmm. and the assessment technique through Connect Therapy kind of allows you to get there. It's like a roadmap of if you follow this and you follow this and you see what the body does when you do these things, you get your answer. Yeah. Um, which is like a very empowering to have as a tool set, even if you don't figure it out right away. Mm -hmm. If you follow, if you're able to follow the, the steps, you'll eventually get there. Yeah. It might take a long time. Mm -hmm. There's there's some people who take them sure. a long, long time. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of my patients will tell you mm -hmm. they've been uh, very understanding and very patient in my problem solving and you know have been coming for a long time. Yeah. Um, but we make gains along the way and mm -hmm. you eventually start to get to your answer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, when you're dealing with super complicated cases, I mean, I think that it just 
happens that way sometimes. I mean, the body's complicated in and of itself, and then when you're dealing with complicated issues on top of a complicated body, it just makes, it can make you hard. And if they've been dealing with the issues for a long time, and then probably other issues come along with that, right? And so it just gets hard. <laughs> it gets very complex. There's yeah. a lot of layering yeah. That, yeah. Goes, that goes into it. Mm -hmm. um, from a treatment perspective, you know, one of the things that I don't necessarily think I would have appreciated, I, I know I didn't appreciate prior to starting this journey would be it matters in what order mm -hmm. you treat things and like how you need certain things to be working well for other treatments to work well. So if yeah. I'm gonna work on your shoulder, I need to make sure that your hip and your ankle are good first. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I'm only gonna get so far. Mm -hmm with the shoulder and that's like a very big picture thing to look at and think about and it can be overwhelming and it can be so abstract at the beginning um, but as you start to put it together mm -hmm. it kind of makes sense but that's also like you see why somebody with like three injuries now has pain mm -hmm. here because mm -hmm. they've stacked on top of each other how I've compensated for a car accident that mm -hmm. left me with you know less neck mobility has then led to me overusing my shoulder when I swim mm -hmm. and then overusing my shoulder when I swim has led to my opposite hip being tight. Yeah. And so if I just go to treat the hip and I mm -hmm. haven't unwound the neck and the shoulder, we're not you're not really gonna gain anything. And so the connect therapy model allows you to find that. Yeah. It's like, oh, here's probably why your hip's tight. Mm -hmm. Like I know your hip's tight. I mm -hmm. can feel that. Like we can do some manual therapy and release it. But when it comes right stay. back, yeah. that tells us that there's mm -hmm. something else driving yeah. that movement. Mm -hmm. And so it's just a, it's a nice model to go find your answers sooner. If you follow mm -hmm. it, the roadmap will say, like, you know, you kind of combine your physical test with the history. we got to mm -hmm. get a very detailed history. We need to know mm -hmm. about, like, what are the significant impacts mm -hmm. in your life? Like, what things are going on? What, is, what are your job requirements? What, you know what traumas have you experienced? What surgeries have mm -hmm. you experienced? Like, what left you like unable to move in your history? Because then we can start look through it and I can start to get a pretty good idea of like, well, this was probably a major turning point. Mm -hmm. We should maybe look at your neck from your car accident 10 years ago and make sure that we're not missing something there. Yeah. Um, so you can get a lot just from the history. Mm -hmm. But again, to the point of, once I know that your hip pain is the most recent thing, but your neck was 10 years ago, I'm, I, can, yeah. I can safely mm -hmm. think that like, if I'm treating in order, I'm probably not gonna get a lot of success going right to the hip. I should maybe start at mm -hmm. the neck mm -hmm. and then work my way mm -hmm. back through. Um, those are kind of like very general, like basic yeah. follow the dots. Yeah way of looking at it and appreciating that it that it matters in what order you do things. Totally agree. Um, it, and if I were to think about it, it, only because this is super recent in my own practice, um, very similar way of practicing, um, is I have a, a, a client who is like, my hormones are totally out of whack. I want to get my hormones tested. All right, we can do that. But... <laughs> Let's, let's let's understand why your hormones are out of whack, right? Let's let's look at your GI. Let's look at toxicities. Let's look at all these other things that are going to be what potentially are the 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 instigators of your hormones not making you happy in all of these different ways. And so, it's 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 that. I mean, that's why I love I love it when you talk about it this way because it's. I mean, and, and, you know, we're on the same wavelength. Like, let's Very look. So. Yeah, let's look at you've got your problem here, but let's understand why and go in a way that may not make sense to you, but I got it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, that is that's the definition of the connect therapy is like yeah. the why. Like we're going to go and we're going to dig and we're going to find out why. And to your point, my patients that on their first visit kind of think we're crazy mm -hmm. with like some of the stuff we're doing. They're like, why are you, 
you know, I'm here that's for my, my I'm hip. Here, I'm here for my, my yeah, I'm yeah. here for my knee pain. Why are you looking at my neck? My neck's yeah. fine. Yeah, my yeah. neck's stiff, but it doesn't. That's fine. I'm fine with neck stiffness. Fix my knee. <laughs> right, right, right. Like, well, I can't really fix one without uh -huh. the yeah. other. Yeah, yeah. I know that you don't care about it as much. Uh -huh. I, I care about yeah. it, and you know, some people have like blind trust, and they're like, yeah, mm -hmm. whatever you got to do. And mm -hmm. there's other people that look at me like. Explain, please. Yeah, what? <laughs> Why are we doing this? Like, but you're good. You want to have those who are like interested and want to, to, to yeah. learn and understand and dig in. I love the, that. In your world, too, the more they understand, the faster they get better. Yeah. Because you're, you're now more proactive. You're now more empowered to, mm -hmm. you know, take things into your own hands. When you can show people, like, this is how you're not moving well. And, it, like, once this happens, then this will happen and this will happen. Then when things go awry they're more pointed with what they're doing to fix it. Mm -hmm. so their hips yeah. are hurting, they're like, oh, maybe if I like stretch my neck out and do these neck exercises, mm -hmm. my hip will feel better. Instead yeah. of like hopping on a foam roller for mm -hmm. 20 minutes, trying to roll out their hip, which is just gonna come back 10 minutes later. Yeah. Um, so the education piece is important. Mm -hmm. We don't have to teach much as much as you and I know about it. Right. But you teach them yeah. the highlights to mm -hmm to empower them to the point, you know, where it's like, there's a lot of reasons why, mm -hmm. and you need mm -hmm. to understand some of them if you're going to, you know, like when you and I have talked talk about like empowering people for a lifetime, like mm -hmm. we're not yeah. putting you on a, a, yeah. a three month diet. It's like, we're like, we're changing how mm -hmm. you do this. Yeah, I'm changing how you move. I'm teaching mm -hmm. you how you need to do this for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. um, and that takes time. It does. So I'm going to take this opportunity, since you said that, because it's perfect, and because Henry put up the graphic in the back, I'm like, okay, this time. <laughs> Just to talk a little bit about a lifetime of health, right? And so um, Soulful Conception, as you know, if you have been watching, is a new program that has been created in order to create a healthy pregnancy, a healthy body, a healthy pregnancy, a healthy baby, but we have the ability to impact generations. Um, and so my goal is to bring in the best of the best when it comes to uh, my guest experts who come in to, into this program with me to help me uh, with clients and then give the best information that I possibly can to clients. And also, kind of like with this show, open them up to what is available to them. I think a lot of times, um, whether we are preparing or struggling with fertility or going through treatments, whatever it is, so often all we know is what's been put in front of us to that point in time. And I want people to see that there's so much out there, so many amazing people who are out there. Again, like I always say, is to serve and to help and to guide you through your journey, if it's a journey to health, if it's a journey to growing your family, whatever it is. Um, it's a journey to creating health for a lifetime and health for many lifetimes to come. So good stuff. Had to throw it in there. Henry's like, I'm like, good timing, Henry. Thank you. <laughs> Takes care of me. Um, so anyway, uh, oh, you can always just you know, go to tastelifenutrition.com and check it out, reach out. I am here to serve and answer any questions that you have. So, now, I'm now my, I'm my own sponsor right now. Um, go for it. <laughs> it works, I like it. So anyway, um, I want to talk about a couple of things that I have questions about that came from your website. Um, I'll put a note in here, everything and everyone is connected. I was like, I love this, that's good stuff. So there are a couple of things, the thoracic ring approach and the circles of influence. Are these part of your training or are these other trainings that she does? It's part of the connect therapy okay, model. I figured it was. And so curious what that is and what that's about. Or is that too detailed, too deep? No, Okay. not at all. Um, the circles of influence, we'll start there because that's the overarching principle of connect therapy is like you're really, you know, she'll describe it in the graphic looks you know, essentially like a Venn diagram of, you know, three circles and mm -hmm. how, where they overlap in the middle is the, is the individual. And the circles of influence are all the contributing factors that we talk about from the, the systems model. So this is like uh, your social, like what is going on in your life? What's mm -hmm. your family mm -hmm. dynamic? What's your work dynamic? What's your stress? You know, what's this? 
and then over here you kind of have um, you know a different different systems which could be again we talked about like a hormone system or the vascular system or the neuromuscular system the nervous system alone you know like what does your body do mm -hmm. like after a concussion like we're well, that's like, that immediately yeah that is like <laughs> yeah. you know when we talk about things that we don't know that we're we're making progress in and we're yeah. learning like yeah. concussions and how the brain the plasticity of the nervous system and and so again you're kind of you're you're having to account for all of these things mm -hmm. like when you look at the person it's like you're you kind of come in with your presentation mm -hmm. and you have these complaints of like just what you don't like about whether it's your movement or the pain that you're having or um, you know it could be anything like said mm -hmm. leaky gut and we're trying to assess like what you know how are all of these things contributing to you in the middle mm -hmm. and how you can't really mess with this without mm -hmm. having an effect here, yeah. right? Yeah. Like as soon as I start, um, listen to, you ever listen to the Huberman Lab? Mm -hmm. He's great, mm -hmm. um, definitely listen to him. Yep. He's always, when we're talking about the advancement of medicine, he's kind of out there like, hey, here's what's new, here's, you know, here's what we're learning. Mm -hmm. um, and he uses the term something like, you can't pull on the string can't pull on the string without getting an effect down down the chain. Some, right, something right, right. along the lines is yeah. there's nothing more true than like I can't you, in the blood work world like as soon as you start moving one thing yeah. something else is mm -hmm. like you don't get anything in isolation mm -hmm. yeah. and so you really kind of appreciate how your body pulls and takes from certain areas. Mm -hmm. How like a change in hormone is going to increase this and yeah this might have a physical manifestation you mm -hmm. might have neck and shoulder pain that isn't biomechanical at yeah. all yeah. it's part nervous system because mm -hmm. your nervous system's ramped up like your nervous system's ramped up because your hormones are mm -hmm. and that could be driven from stress stress could be driven yeah. from yeah. like what you're eating could be mm -hmm. you know an allergy to something mm -hmm. you don't know you're allergic to and yeah. it's like i can assess you and be like this is not mechanical mm -hmm. i don't know necessarily what it is but I'm going to refer you to somebody who might you know yeah we're not done we mm -hmm. got to do some more searching sure um so the circles of influence you know it's you know, part of the class is just the hours that you spend appreciating how different how different systems can have different presentations yeah. um and it's more of like a case study mm -hmm look at things mm -hmm. versus like this is always this there's yeah. none of there's none of that teaching in the kinetic therapy it's like this could cause yeah all of these yeah, things yeah. and you have to be able to take all of those things and then mm -hmm. push it back to find what we think part of the root cause might be coming from yeah um so that's what the circles of influence means it's just you know how each how each of those systems can affect other systems mm -hmm. Um, and the thoracic ring is essentially one of those systems. We look at the thoracic ring as kind of the basis model that she kind of developed, um, and not to put this into her words, she might describe this very differently. Um, the connect, the thoracic ring, of course, was the first one I took that then led me to take the connect therapy. But okay. I would say the thoracic ring is kind of the essential part of the assessment and treatment that helps you find what we're looking for. So if I'm looking for dysfunction somewhere else in the system, um, if I know how to assess and treat the thorax, mm -hmm. I can get a lot of information, um, which in your world is very interesting because we look at um, a lot of the nervous system input, mm -hmm. especially for the visceral system, mm -hmm. comes from the thorax. So um, you can have things like decreased blood flow and um, maybe decreased nervous system input. So you might find that, you know, there's certain, you know, your liver is not functioning at capacity or you're not, mm -hmm. but we also found out that you had a car accident six months ago and you fractured four ribs yeah. and that compression mm -hmm. is now blocking mm -hmm. optimal blood flow and nervous system input to and from. And so you actually have part of a neuromechanical component that's like giving you this 
-hmm. visceral presentation. Yep. Yep. So when I say the rabbit hole goes very deep, it goes it goes deep. Yeah. But when you know how to treat and assess the thorax, mm -hmm. so I would say that's like one of the central components to the Connect Therapy model. Mm -hmm. Like you can't do the Connect Therapy model if you don't have that foundation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's what that's what we use to kind of guide a lot of like what we're looking for in the search for things that could be causing what you're experiencing. I love that too because you know one of the things that we talk about a lot at here in the show is always building your team. You know when you have um, your whatever it is that you're you're dealing with, knowing that you have your your specialists who are you can call them the comprehensive or you, your your holistic Generalist. specialist. Well, no, I mean I'm talking about like. I'm a functional nutritionist, so I look at all of the things, mm -hmm. but I know I can't do anything with biomechanics, yeah. right? And so I can do what I can do, but I want to send you over to somebody who can do what you can do. And then <coughs> if there's somebody, if you need also help with somebody who looks at things in a holistic manner or a comprehensive manner, and but can help you with specifically your mindset, your mental and emotional health. Like it's all of these things that come together where you're building your team and your team, they are aligned, uh, but different, right? Aligned in the way we yeah. approach your health and, and willing to, to uh, you know, co-manage, but have your area of expertise along the spectrum, that makes sense. So, Which yeah. it feels like why we kind yeah. of connected in yeah, the first yeah. place was common approach mm -hmm. to finding the why. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cool. Um, let's see, what other fun things do I want to know? I had actually a lot of, a couple of questions that are kind of general questions. Um, I want to talk about cupping. <laughs> I'm not the person to ask You're about not? cupping, no. Okay, because you do, they do cupping, and yes, you do, do dry do, needling. Yep, we mm -hmm. do dry needling. Um, I can speak much better about dry needling than about cupping, primarily because I haven't taken the cupping course. Yeah. But it, it's essentially a treatment modality to, to accomplish something from a soft tissue perspective mm -hmm. um, or a vascular perspective where you're, you know, those are kind of the two systems you're affecting. So when you look at modalities, it's like, what system am I trying to yeah, yeah. improve? Am I trying mm -hmm. to improve like the neuromuscular system? Am I trying to improve the musculoskeletal system? Which are kind of like physical therapist's two main areas. Mm -hmm. um, so most of the modalities on there are kind of like directed at addressing, you know, mm -hmm. one, of those, one of those systems that you feel is blocking yeah. what needs to be resolved to restore like normal biomechanics. So I know cupping is not your thing, and I should know this. I have a close friend of mine who does cupping. I just don't understand it. So is it kind of just to get things moving, the vascular system moving? You just don't know. Okay, okay. sorry. It's quite all right. <laughs> right. I'm like, I uh, want to know the answer to this, and I don't know the answer. I should. The, the dry needling I can, yeah. I can speak more specifically to, and you'll get, um, again, this is, this is kind of my take on it and how I describe it to my patients. Mm -hmm. You might get a different answer. Um, from you know people who hold courses or can speak to it maybe you know even better than I mm -hmm. can because um, it's definitely how I dry needle is obviously now a little bit different since I've been taking the connect therapy course how I do it how I approach it but essentially what I'm talking to my patients about dry needling is you know more often than not what we're what I see so like let's say something from the muscular musculoskeletal system is not moving the way I want it to move. Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, your your hip flexor is too tight and that's not allowing your hip to move biomechanically like it needs to. So we'll talk about the first thing that's happening essentially the muscle itself. If you break down the muscle fiber, a muscle fiber needs to have an elastic property, needs mm -hmm. to be able mm -hmm. to expand and it needs mm -hmm. to be able to contract. That's what, you know, a healthy muscle is going to stretch and mm -hmm. it's going to contract. Now there can be all sorts of reasons that that muscle spindle that allows that variability can break down and you lose the elastic property of the muscle. So it could be trauma, it could be overuse, it could be um, 
atrophy from like after a mm -hmm. surgery you stop using the muscle and all of a sudden the muscle no longer wants to like mm -hmm. open and contract like yeah. it's, it's kind of like a dormant muscle so if I need a muscle to open and to stretch for it to activate that's not activating dry needling we, we take a acupuncture needle and we insert it into the muscle with the goal of getting that muscle to release mm -hmm. the muscle spindle so that it returns to its natural ability to like open and close again. So we don't do it just to get flexibility. We don't do it just to improve muscle activation. They're one and the same. Like you get the yep. both. Mm -hmm. So if I feel like, you know, I'm assessing and, and you're not moving how I want you to move, I'm going to needle what I think might be contributing. Mm -hmm. You know that is a it's not a structural issue but that is um something that takes more than just like stretching you know there, there's like the in-between of like mm -hmm. how much do you need me and how much can you do on your own yep. like just stretching is not going to get that muscle spindle to release dry needling is like a more aggressive way to get into the muscle and actually cause a physiological yeah um we get a twitch response mm -hmm. where like muscle twitches mm -hmm. and that's the muscle mm -hmm. you know Yep. releasing and then you have to then retrain that spindle because if you d if you just leave it dormant the likelihood that it your nervous system wants to take it back to dormant state mm -hmm. so typically if we're needling it's like we're going to needle and then we're going to like continue to activate it mm -hmm. or we're going to continue to mobilize it so that it maintains okay cool well we're at the end of our time. Is there anything? It goes quick, doesn't it? It does go fast. <laughs> um, is there anything that we didn't hit on that you want to hit on and people need to know where to find you? Um, not really. I just want to thank you for yeah. having this chat. It was good to sit down and talk about it a little bit more. Mm -hmm. um, finding us, you can find us, again, like I, did I mention where we're at? We're in, uh, we're in the Denver Highlands. You did. Yeah, we're in yeah, Sunnyside. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Um, so we just have a small clinic in Sunnyside. Uh, you can find us online at... So Colorado, for those who don't know. Sorry. <laughs> Denver, Colorado, Sunnyside neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, 39th and Fox Street. Um, you can find us on our website, which is sportsrehabconsulting.com. Um, that's also our Instagram handle, is sportsrehabconsulting. Um, you can get information on there the easiest way to get a hold of us. There's a um, question form or a submission. If you have any questions, it'll go to our admin account. And so cool. if you want to know anything else, we're there. Awesome. So I do have a quick question about that because I know um, I saw that you do some telehealth, some virtual stuff, and you're mostly hands-on. Are there things that you can do for people who are not close by? We can. It's it's much more limited sure. in in um, what I would consider like a, a successful outcome. Yeah. A lot of what we do would be education and trying to put the history together to give our best guess scenario of what can be. Where should we start looking? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, you know, if we're trying to sort through this whole array of things, all right, let's start talking about. You know, is your best bet you live in Cincinnati is your best bet to try to go find an acupuncturist. Like, mm -hmm. let's start there. We think yeah. you have a nervous system mm -hmm. issue. We feel like you have um, hormone, like, contribution. Like, we need to, like, start going down this pathway mm -hmm. is where I think you'll probably get the most bang for your buck. Yeah. Or you need to see, like, a massage therapist or, you know, do you need to, like, it, more than anything, it's like we're kind of there to give guidance. If I can't get my hands on you, very limited in the problem solving that we mm -hmm. can do. Yeah. Um, but we're still a resource from a guidance standpoint to yep. try to help get you an answer. Sure. Again, the might, best might, you can. The best right. you can. It might right. take some yeah, time, yeah. but mm -hmm. um, you kind of you then get to like your best yeah. case Kay. scenario. Cool. Awesome. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you. Yeah, so glad you got here. Or you came. You got here. <laughs> I don't know even what that oh, means. <laughs> it did, did take a second to find it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sometimes, yeah. Words words, words are hard for me sometimes. Anyway, um, <laughs> thank you again for joining us. We're here every Thursday, 10 a.m. Mountain Time, uh, here streaming live on KUHSDenver.com. 
And you'll find us as the Taste Life Nutrition Podcast on all of the places where you find your favorite podcasts. Um, go to website, tastelifenutrition.com. You can fill out the assessment there. Um, it's a free assessment, and then I'll reach out to you personally. We'll chat a little bit about what's going on um, and see if I might be able to help or if we need to send you somewhere else. Uh, again, the goal is to be a resource and do the best that I can to, to give you whatever I have to give you. So uh, beyond that, all of the social taste life nutrition. Um, look for, uh, uh, not look for, if you have questions about soulful conception, if you know people who are looking to get pregnant, who are thinking about it, who are trying, who are frustrated, or whatever the case may be, um, have them reach out to me. I'm always happy to chat about it and see if it's something that is beneficial, which I think it is. I mean, in my world, in my mind, it's beneficial for today and it's beneficial for lifetimes. So good stuff. Exciting stuff, I think. So um, we will see all of you next week. Have a wonderful weekend. Bye.